Hello, gentlemen. Welcome to the Pros at Luxus podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Burkhart, and I'm excited to bring to you incredible experts in travel, style, and well-being. Some of these people are business owners, some are tastemakers, and others are just normal guys like you and me trying to live the best, most adventurous life possible. I hope that you're inspired by their stories, challenged by their perspectives, and encouraged to be a man that is not only enviable, but who you have always dreamed of being. Enjoy the show. Hi, uh, my name is Gracias Mathieu Manzongo. I was born in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, um, and now I live in Phoenix, Arizona. So if you decide to visit Congo, Kinshasa, um, one place I would definitely recommend is uh, the capital city, Kinshasa. You know, it's, uh, it's a beautiful city, you know. Um, there's a lot of interesting things to do. That's where most, the most important things happen in the country, but also just because of the culture, you know, the, uh, I spoke about um, the pubs and the music and the dressing, the styles, all of it just happens in Kinshasa. Well, not only in Kinshasa, but like it comes alive in Kinshasa, you know. Uh, there's a big culture of, um, of pubs. People love pubs. It's almost, it's everywhere. At every corner of the, sh- of, the, uh, of the street, of the city, you find pubs and drinking beers and because we're really big on beers, you know. Like beer companies, they make a big deal. They have like festivals just dedicated to drinking and stuff. Something that I personally am not glad because I'm not glad or proud of because I don't drink, but yeah. Um, other things is like music. We're really big on music, release people. We love music. We love our music. You know, we, we mainly focus on this style of music called rumba and that's what we listen to most of the time. Another thing is style. Let me not forget about style. You know, uh, among Africans, is this like ongoing joke? If somebody's Congolese in the room, you'll recognize them from the way they dress because usually Congolese people, mainly men, they dress in a very uh, extravagant way. You know, hats, colors, and usually it's formal. You know, we have uh, this subculture. It's called um, sapology, which I don't know the exact meaning of it, so I'm not even gonna get into it. But it's basically about extravagant dressing, you know? It's about, it's, it's like dandyism, you know? You dress really good just for the purpose of it, you know? Not because you're going to a special place or anything, just for the purpose of it. Uh, usually if you visit the city of Kinshasa, you'll see a lot of these young men that uh, partake in the culture of sapology. All right, so this would be a typical Congolese traditional attire, you know? Uh, we have a lot of these shirts, you know? Um, I don't know if you've heard of Mandela shirts. They're basically um, regular shirts, you know, long sleeve, short sleeve, but they have a totem imprint on them, you know, like this imprint here. You have a lot of these styles here. But uh, this cut, this specific cut is not a very Congolese thing, I would say. It's more of a West African style that over time immigrated into the Congo. Why? Because we don't, our traditional style did not evolve to fit the modern style, you know? Uh, but when it comes to West Africa, their traditional style evolved a lot to fit the modern style. So now they get the say, or they, di- they dictate what people wear in terms of styles. But the print is very Congolese, very yellow, you know? You always have to be a bit showy, you know, and extravagant so people notice you. 
it's, it's just part of the culture. As you can see, this is a very festive attire, you know, the colors and everything. You can actually wear it anywhere, you know, to weddings and birthdays, even funerals sometimes you, you wear this. Um, I wouldn't recommend it to go to work because it's not exactly very comfortable, but you know, it's very festive though. When you visit our cities, you know, people wear them all over the place. Basically everyone has one. I'm sure everyone has at least one at home. Um, another interesting place to visit is the city where I grew up in, Lubumbashi, which I'm very proud of. It's very calm, it's very quiet, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's different. It's different from Kinshasa because Kinshasa would be more of a New York type of place. And I guess Lubumbashi would be more like Seattle or Washington DC or I don't know, Pittsburgh, something like that. You know, that's the difference between the two cities. And there's also interesting other places to visit or other cities, I would say Goma which is in the northeast, yes, Goma is in the northeast of the country. It's uh, a very rocky city, a lot of mountains in there. It's very beautiful. The, the ground is literally black, like black and there's vegetation, it's just green and black and it's open to great lakes and stuff like that. So it's a great place to visit, you know? And if you visit Goma, you get to be taken to national parks where you get to see animals living in their natural habitat, which is an unbelievable experience. It's, there's just nothing comparable to it, you know? So definitely Kinshasa, Lubumbashi, and Goma. Those are three cities that I would definitely recommend anybody who's visiting the Congo to go visit. So uh, daily life in the Democratic Republic of the Congo, Congo Kinshasa, um, it's pretty easy, you know, it's not like here in the United States where you constantly running, you know, after something, you always have something to do, you have to go to work and, and uh, other things. It's not like that. Back at home, there's more time for other things, you know, um, it's easier, the pace is not as fast, you know, it's considerably slower than here, you know. Uh, I wouldn't say it's like one of those places where you have time for you know, waking up in the morning to smell flowers or gardening or, you know, having your little garden, it's not like that. Um, but it's definitely slower than the United States. So what people usually do is, you know, like anywhere in the world, you wake up in the morning, you go to work, but we don't work uh, long hours like here. And it's not as, it's as demanding as here in the United States. Cause you know, here it's always like work, 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 and you, after you work, you make your money. After you make your money, you gotta spend it, you know, because that's the economy and that's how it works. It's just so fast, everything is so fast. Whenever I receive guests from like back home, they always tell me, wow, you guys live so fast. Everything goes so fast. And here it's as if people don't sleep it at all. You know, at night you have hundreds of people driving, going places, coming from work, going to work and all these things. But at home it's not like that. At home it's much slower. You, you have your work hours, you know, from like morning to noon to I would say three, you know, even five sometimes, but after five, you know, the, the whole city quiets down, you know. You have time for other things, other things like family and uh, spending time with friends, you know, spending time with your communities, a lot of uh, church activities, of volunteering and things like that. You have time for those things because you don't work after five, you know, or late at night, you don't work in those hours. One of the things that a lot of times when you go home to do is, you know, watch TV. That's a, that's a big thing back home. A lot of people watch TV. I know, I know here in the United States people watch a lot of TV, but at home as well, we watch a lot of TV. We, that's how 
we end up connecting with other cultures, you know. Uh, I know since when I was a kid from back home, I'd watched a lot of American shows, you know. I mean, that's basically anywhere in the world. A lot of people watch American movies. But not only American ones, we got to watch uh, movies from other countries like France. We have a, a lot of channels that we actually get from France and Belgium and stuff like that. And also sometimes from other African countries like Nigeria and so on and so forth. Um, also soccer, soccer is a big thing, <laughs> like anywhere else outside of the United States. Uh, yeah, we have a basically cult-like following when it comes to soccer, big fans, even in terms of the clubs, we recently had a African Cup of Nations, which is like the soccer tournament for the African countries. And it was big, everybody was on it. Everybody was watching it, everybody was talking about it. It was all over the place, even on Twitter. So yeah, that's basically life in Africa, you know? Oh, fun fact actually. The capital city, Kinshasa, is uh, the closest capital city to another capital city. So basically Kinshasa from the Democratic Republic of the Congo and Brazzaville from the Republic of the Congo are the closest capital cities in the world, you know, for anybody who's interested in fun facts. And also, uh, the Congo is one of the few twin countries in the world, you know, with the Koreas and, I think there's like three twin countries in the world, only three, and then the Congo is one of them, so that's another fun fact. Gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Obviously enjoyed it. So please check out the other episodes and hop over to the website, prositluxus.com and check out some of the other videos and content we have on there. Since you enjoyed it, please hop over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating so that way other men can experience the stories and get the tips that you got so they can live an adventurous, better life. Thank you so much.